Last week, a Denver district court indicted three teenagers on multiple felony charges in conjunction with an arson that ended the lives of five people. Last week, the Denver District Court indicted 16-year-old Kevin Bowie on 60 felony counts, including five counts of first-degree felony murder, five counts of felony murder with indifference. I ain't never heard of such a thing. Five counts of conspiracy to commit felony murder. Ten counts each of first and second degree assault. Five counts of arson. Five counts of burglary, among other charges. Also, Kevin Bowie has 14 criminal enhancements that have been added to those charges, which if he were convicted of any of the 60 counts, could enhance the charges and increase his sentence. His partners in crime, 16-year-old Gavin Seymour, has also been indicted on the same 60 felony counts. Again, murder, burglary, arson, conspiracy. An unnamed 15-year-old juvenile was also arrested on 47 felony counts, including five counts of first-degree felony murder, five counts of conspiracy to commit felony murder, five counts of felony murder with indifference, 10 counts each of first and second degree assault, burglary, and arson. Kevin Bowie's older sister, Tanya Bowie, was also arrested that day and was, was given federal charges of drug of illegal drug possession and illegal gun possession. Now, it is unclear, however, whether her charges have anything to do with the case her brother and his friends are facing. All this stems from an August incident of last year of an arson fire that claimed the lives of a family of five people. Among the victims were two small children. Investigators said that their fire was so intense that it was automatically suspected as an arson fire. Now, even though the family is a black family, it has been determined so far that race has absolutely nothing to do with this crime. Now, at first, most people didn't think that there was a motive involved in this. But eventually, once they got through with the investigations, 
which of course included the, the Colorado State Police, the Denver Police Department, the ATF, FBI, among other agencies, have determined that it had absolutely zero to do with race. The reason why this family was targeted was because that the three suspects were involved in a drug deal that went south. And apparently in revenge, they went after the ones supposedly after the ones that gypped them. But it turns out that these three individuals decided to take their revenge on the person, but they ended up targeting the wrong house. And as a result of that decision, five people are no longer here with us. I find it very, very difficult to feel any kind of empathy or sympathy for these children. And keep in mind, I am using that term loosely. I don't know how many, too many 16 year old children boy or girl, who sit there and think, you know what, I'm going to burn a house down today with people inside. You have to be a very sick individual to even consider going to this extreme. But when you think about the motive behind it, it becomes crystal clear. It's just like the song was when I was a little kid back in the 70s. For the love of money, people will steal from their mother. For the love of money, they will rob their own brother. For the love of money, a little girl will sell her precious little body. Yep, them little pieces of paper, them little greenbacks got power. They make people do some of the dumbest things. If you don't believe me, ask your, ask your former president. He's proof of that. But all oh, the things that we do for the sake of a dollar bill. Wow. These people, these fools were willing to go to this extreme for a dollar bill. But I think it was more embarrassment than anything else. But you see, when you're living that kind of a lifestyle, when you live in the drug culture, you can't trust no one because everybody's out for everybody to get everybody. Ain't no loyalty in the drug game. Ain't no loyalty in the gang game. There's no loyalty in crime. Never has been. So those who try to live a lifestyle of crime have to understand they have to keep one eye in the back, in the front of their head and two eyes in the back of it because you never know who's going to be behind you. You don't know who's who in the zoo. You don't know who's talking in front and the same people who will talk in front of you will more than likely be the same people to talk behind your back too. That's not a life I want to live. But when you choose this type of a lifestyle, when you make this type of a lifestyle, something you do, these are the end results. And I can guarantee you right now, all three of these fools are sitting up in jail, probably asking my, themselves, what the hell did I get myself into? Well, it's a little too late for that. That's something you should have thought about before you before you poured the gasoline. That's something you should have thought about before you struck the match. That's something you probably should have thought about before you even went and did the deal. 
you know, you probably now would have been a whole lot better off taking the loss. Because right now you done lost a whole lot. You lost your freedom and you don't have any money. Right now, I've been, there's been report that the Denver District Court is considering upping the charges on the 15-year-old and classifying him as an adult. What are you waiting for? Classifying. He don't deserve juvenile protections. He didn't do a juvenile crime. He did an adult crime. He did a capital crime. So why give him juvenile protections? Because I guarantee you, if those four, three young men that committed that crime were black or brown and the victims were white people, regardless of where they come from, I guarantee you everybody in the world would know who they were, who their parents were, who their great-grandmama was, and where she sleeps and what clothes she wearing. So don't give him no protection because he's 15 years old. Put his ass on blast for real. You know what I'm saying? Because you did something very, very stupid and all for the sake of money. That's really what it was all about. Every drug dealer, people don't sell drugs for the thrill of selling drugs. There's no thrill in drugs. People don't sell drugs because they like getting chased by police and being chased by dope fiends. No, there's only one reason why any one person sells dope. And it's for the same reason. Don't let anybody fool you. People say, well, I just like selling drugs. That's bull. There's only one reason why any one person sells drugs. There's only one reason why any woman would sell her body. There's only one reason why someone would be allow themselves to be pimped. It's for one reason and one reason only. And that's M-O-N-E-Y. Period. Don't get it twisted at all. The whole point was money. That's the whole purpose. Like I said, them little small green pieces of paper got power. Because they make people do some of the dumbest things I've ever heard of in my life. And this tops the cake. I hate to say it that way, but this, well, whew, woo. I don't know what to say about that. All I can say to these three in the, these three individuals, whatever plans you have for your life, you might well chunk them in the garbage. Just five of the sixty counts of your of your counts alone could get you a life sentence if you were convicted of it. Just one count could get you a life sentence. You got sixty felony counts. The two sixteen-year-olds got sixty felony counts. The fifteen-year-old has forty-seven. Even if you were convicted on one count and it would be the worst of the counts, you still did something really, really stupid that ruined your life. But, you know, it makes me kind of wonder what kind of parents these boys were raised by. Well, at least for the Bowie family, anyway. I can't speak about the the Seymour family, but at least for the Bowie family, what kind of what kind of what uh, they must have been raised by wolves or something. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, that's the only thing I can think of. The sisters locked up now. The bo little boy locked up. I'm pretty sure their parents are probably shaking their damn heads. I know they are. 
Because, you know, I mean, I know everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to get paid. Nobody likes being broke. I understand that. When you're 15 years old, when you're 16 years old, you can't get no 9 to 5 job anyway. You in school. When you're out of school, you got maybe 6 hours at the most in a day to do something, to get you something productive. Most of that time, you're going to be spent doing your homework and preparing to get to graduate from high school. So what little time you do have, you might do three or four hours. You might work at McDonald's. You might work at Wendy's. You might work at Taco Bell. You might work at a grocery store. And it's not going to make you any kind of money where you can live a gangsterous lifestyle. It's not. The only thing I can say, you know what? I really don't have much to say. But all I'm going to say is this. Again, we have a teachable moment. You know, these boys have literally ruined their lives for the most part. Outside of a mercy, they're not going to see the light of day. Ever again. Now, granted, they're not old enough for the death penalty because federal law prohibits execution of, of children under the age of 18. But that don't get them out of the water by no means. They're going to spend some significant time in a prison cell. And I mean some significant time. They may spend the rest of their life in prison. The only way they don't do it is they get some mercy shown to them. But I guarantee you, if that's the case, they're going to spend a ton of time. And they're going to do almost all of that. You're going to be an old man by the time you do see the light of day, if you do. You'll be an old man with all your life wasted inside of a box. But this is the choices that you made. These are the decisions that you decide to make. You decide to live this gangster's lifestyle. And for everybody else that looking to this and listening to these rap records and li- watching these dope, ignorant movies, I'm going to say this again. I've been saying it on other posts, but it bears repeating. I'm going to say it again. Listen closely. There is no happily ever after for a gangster. There are no gangster retirement parties. In every gangster movie, the, the gangster life, the gangsters ended up in the same boat, in the grave or in the pen. They didn't ride off in the sunset with the pretty girl on a star, on a white stallion. It don't happen like that. You know, to listen to these rap records, everybody driving a Mercedes, everybody got a Bentley, everybody got about six, seven girls on their on they hip and on their foot. Everybody walking around with a pocket full of money. Everybody, uh, the police and all the other ones bow down to them. That's not even realistic. That's Hollywood. But even in the Hollywood movies, the gangsters don't end up in a happy scenario. They either end up in prison or they end up in the grave. And I'm telling y'all, if you choose this type of a lifestyle, if you choose this way to go, Please understand, these are the only ends you have.
the grave or the pen. Period. You have no other alternative. So the best advice I can give you is don't even get yourself involved. But if you do get involved, understand you have an expiration date. And when you live that kind of lifestyle, that expiration date gets shorter and shorter and shorter. The only way to avoid it is to stay out in the first place. That's the only way you can avoid that. Don't get in it. Get out if you can. If you're in it, get out. No matter what it takes, no matter what it costs you. Because I'm telling you, every God, you can see, you can watch all three of the Godfather movies. You can watch New Jack City. You can watch Boys in the Hood, Minister Society, King of New York. Any of these old, Scarface, any of these old movies, they all end the same. In the pen or in the grave. Your choice. It's one or the other. And these three are going to have are learning a hard lesson. Because I guarantee you, all they gangster homeboys, all they gang homeboys, all they drug dealing homeboys, I guarantee you, ain't none of them putting no money on their books. Ain't none of them going to write them any letters. Ain't none of them going to come and visit you or check on your family and see how everybody's doing. You're going to be by yourself. The only person that's going to be there outside the good Lord himself, maybe your mama, your daddy, if you fortunately have one, maybe your sister, or your brother, but everybody else, you won't see them no more. That's how that operates. You get used to the hill and then they burn off and leave you in a lurch. I, I, I say this as a warning. I say it as a precaution because I know that we as black and brown people can do so much better and we could do so much more. We don't have to end our lives like these three did. These three made the dumbest decision ever made for no other reason than a dollar bill. And right now, I guarantee you, whatever money they got, they can't spend it where they at anyway. So I just say to you, and I'm going to say to you, if you're in that kind of a lifestyle, if you're in that kind of situation where you are dealing with criminals and drug dealers and dope heads and dope addicts, don't get in it. The promises that they make to you about how cool you're going to be, they're broken promises. They can't promise you that. Because they watch and they back themselves. But if they can put other people in front to avoid the inevitable, hey, why not? I know way too many of my brothers and sisters that are serving hard time behind prison walls on the local, state, and federal level behind all of that. I know too many people that ended up in the grave in, in Forest Lawn Cemetery. You know. But I'll tell you what. 
I just, the only thing I can do for these three clowns is pray for them. That's it. Because right now, their lives are in the hands of a jury and a judge. And I can guarantee you, when they look at this case, the last thing they're going to look at is probably have mercy on you. But before I blaze, let me tell you a little bit about the people they killed. The people they killed was a, a family from Senegal. It was a husband and wife with a little baby girl, his sister, and their little girl. Five innocent lives who had nothing to do with what Kevin, Gavin, and this other kid were doing. They were just an innocent casualty of stupidity. And now their American dream that went up in smoke over nothing. Nothing. Don't let this be you, ladies and gentlemen. Please. If you're considering this, don't. If you're thinking about it, don't. Don't let money be your motivator. Because if money is your motivator, then you're going to be doing all kind of crazy, ignorant, stupid stuff. Just like these kids did. And guess what happened to them? They're going to be serving a lot of time. Mark my words, all three of them are going to be serving numbers of years, if not hundreds of years. So let what happened to these three boys be a lesson to all my future gangsters. Drug selling, pimping, and all this stuff is not a good, acceptable lifestyle choice. So, I mean, I just pray that Everybody that's listening to this will take lessons from this case and will make the decision to make good choices, to make good decisions that will help their lives and not hurt them. I send my prayers, I send my thoughts to the, sent to the family, and I pray that their God will strengthen them and give them hope and give them peace in a very difficult time. But at the same time, I pray for these boys too. You know, I pray that God will help them to get their lives together. And what little life they have left to use that life. To be an instrument that glorifies God. But anyway, that's my little time. I thank you for everyone that's listening. Let's help each other, y'all. We're all we got. God bless. Peace.